This is the Optical Entrepreneur Podcast, brought to you by Optical Success Academy and Seiko. Whether you call yourself an optometrist, an optician, or an optical practice owner, then wherever you're listening to this right now, this is for you. It's me revealing everything I can to make you a more successful business owner. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you being here in our growing community. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Just back from a client appreciation event that we did in our practice, Jones & Co. Styling Opticians, uh, last night, which was great. We had, if, you, if you've never done any of these events, we had basically 60 or so clients attend after hours, so from about 5 o'clock to 8.30, something like that, yesterday evening. And we had... Music, we had a jazz singer, we had uh, a local business come and do interesting cheeses and wines. Um, We had some other businesses that are neighbors of ours come and collaborate and have little stands. We had an eyewear showcase with Tail Eyewear. uh, And we just invited a bunch of our clients to come and help celebrate our 14th birthday. We had prizes, giveaways, uh, lots of cool stuff going on. But the key of those evenings for me, is all about relationships. The people that come, are, they come because they they feel that they have a, a almost a friendship type relationship with our business, with our team, and they enjoy coming and hanging out for a few hours. So for me, it's a real reminder of what the independent practices superpower is, which is you can build real relationships with your clients and bigger businesses can't do that. Bigger businesses and businesses in general are very transactional. It's about money. It's about numbers. That's the driver. We get the opportunity in our business to take more time with people and make the business far more about people. So we go from transaction to transformation. We transform how a client feels about their glasses. We transform how a client feels about a trip to the optician or a trip to the optometrist. We transform how they feel about us. So it's it's really great to see that in action and feel it and yeah, just enjoy the the time you have with your clients. We did actually have a great sales day as well. Uh, we did over twenty thousand pounds in one day. But it's it's not losing sight of why why is that all happening? It's because of the core of it is about relationships and caring about people and taking time to really get to know your clients and being interested in them, being real, being genuine. So all of that good stuff. It's very much the same kind of vibe that we have at our live events in Optical Success Academy. Uh, You know, it's just when you get a team of, or a a group of like-minded people together that appreciate uh, each other and think in similar ways and have similar kinds of values, there's a real energy and, and connection that comes from doing that. Uh, so yeah, if you're if you haven't done those events, I encourage you to to uh, to make a start, and it's great for your your team as well. Uh, we are pretty pretty much in full flow, getting ready for the staff training workshop, which will be our next big event coming up next month in Manchester. And and you know it's a lot of hard work putting on these events, but again, it's the same reward, the same feeling from the the connection and the the positivity that you feel being in that room with other people that you don't really get. And in a lot of your your day to day life, so it's it's great to be in a position to organize those things. Um, I've got a story for you today. So, Michael Jordan, who you know, I assume, 
arguably the greatest basketball player of all time. And the, the point is, he didn't win a championship during his first six years in the NBA. So he was, in 1984, he was drafted by the Chicago Bulls. That was his, you know, his first team, brand new to the league. And he, and he was drafted as a, as a very talented player. He was emerging as one of the best players in the league, quite possibly the best player. But in those first six years, there was no, no success in terms of they didn't, they didn't win anything. So it was clear to the Bulls, the team, that Michael Jordan couldn't succeed at the highest level, i.e. he couldn't win the championship by himself. So even though he was the most talented individual player, he needed support around him. So three years later, in 1987, the Bulls brought in another player, another rookie called Scottie Pippen. And he turned out to be the perfect collaborator for Michael Jordan and quickly uh, adopted you know, the, some of his aggressiveness and competitive nature. And Scottie kind of pushed Michael and Michael kind of pushed Scottie. And they both sharpened their skills and they, you know, they probably helped Michael evolve to be not just a one man show, but to become more of a team player. So they started to see some success. So that first season that Scottie Pippen was there, they went further in the playoffs than they'd ever gone. But again, they kind of had a ceiling. They didn't, they weren't able to go all the way. So a couple of years later, 1989, uh, there was no longer any argument in anybody's mind that Michael Jordan was the most talented, most brilliant player in the league. Nobody could touch him, no rival. But even with that, and even with one support player, they kept hitting a wall. They couldn't go all the way. Um, the next thing the Bulls did in 1989 was they brought in a new head coach called Phil Jackson. And he recognized that the Bulls needed a more team-based strategy. So rather than relying just on, on Michael Jordan's superhuman talent, Jackson instilled a type of offense called the triangle offense, which is very much about getting the whole team involved and getting the team taking more shots and not just relying on one player. Um, so by sharing responsibility, again, Michael Jordan blossomed into a, a far more all-around player and the Bulls realized that with this, you know, great coach in place, great support players and a superstar on the team, they could do something unique. And that first, actually the first year, I think they, they got to like the, maybe the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, and then the following year, they went all the way and they beat the Los Angeles Lakers, which at the time was being led by Magic Johnson. And they won the first championship and they went on to win five more championships over the next seven years with Phil Jackson at the helm. So, so the point of this story is, as I said at the start, Michael Jordan is potentially the greatest athlete of all time, could not be more talented, could not be more competitive, could not be more hardworking, could not push himself anymore. It just off the charts in terms of any way you want to measure his ability. Yet, even though he's the best in the world, he couldn't, he couldn't win. He couldn't do it by himself. So none of the championships would have happened if Michael Jordan tried to do everything by himself. Yet, he was the most talented, most brilliant player of all time. So 
think about that for a minute in terms of how it relates to your business and how you're running your practice. And I think, you know, none of there's very few Michael Jordans out there. So none of us are likely a Michael Jordan. Um, but there's so many of us trying to do everything by ourselves. So, so many business owners and often independent practice owners try to do everything by themselves and it's just impossible. So I think the quicker you realize that you need help in so many ways, the better you will do and the more enjoyable the journey will be. So Michael Jordan, most talented guy in the world, only got there when he had a great team around him, when he had a great coach, and that was the only way he was able to make, you know, the best use of his skills. So we, ha- you know, even for the best guy, he couldn't do it. So what are the chances of uh, more normal, more normal human beings uh, like you and I being able to do that? It's it's pretty impossible. So the message today is realize that you need help. Get a team around you. Get a coach. Get support. Uh, and that is how your path to success will go. And, and basically, you know, you don't have a, a, an organization behind you that's organizing this for you. It's up to you to go and get that help, to, to get the support, to build the team, to hire the team, to train the team. But there's no other alternative that I see because you're, we know it's not going to work if you just try and do it by yourself. It's just going to lead to headache and heartache and, and you will hit your limits, your ceiling, your wall so much faster when you're trying to do everything by yourself. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hi, Connor Heaney here. In 2017, after feeling frustrated and underappreciated by our previous lens supplier, my practice started working with Seiko as our primary lens company, and we haven't looked back. The Seiko team are a joy to work with. They are extremely helpful and flexible to our needs, which means we can provide far better service to our clients at Jones & Co. Styling Opticians. Our patients are delighted with the quality of vision they get from their Seiko lenses, and for over four years now, it's been an excellent and profitable partnership with Seiko for my practice. I can't recommend them highly enough. To receive a Seiko information pack, including a special lens offer for podcast listeners, send an email to info uk at seikovision.com with the subject podcast find out how seiko can help your practice the same way they help mine send an email to info uk at seikovision.com with the subject podcast uh, the event that we did last night at jones and co i directed a little, little bit in terms of outlining the plan for the event in the beginning but would say I did probably 10% of what needed to be done and that's even pushing it you know I had next to no involvement in putting on this event even though there were so many parts because I have a team and what happens then is the team allow me to shine I allow them to shine they get a kick out of the fact that they're getting you know empowered and being trusted and given responsibility they put their all into it they make mistakes, they learn, they get better. As a, as a collective, we get better as a team. Um, so all, so many good things happen when you start putting your focus into how do I build my team around me? And, and that's, that's not about being a perfectionist. It's being willing to make mistakes, being willing to learn and knowing that that is the, the, the greater value. Like how do you learn anything? You learned everything you, you know by making mistakes and getting it wrong. So 
give your team the same opportunity, be there to support them and guide them. And very quickly, you get to a point where you're able to achieve so much more and also have a sense of freedom from your practice. So that's my main message for today. Uh, I also want to give you a, a bit of a tactic for selling sunglasses, helping you sell more sunglasses now that it's this time of year and the sun is shining. Um, the biggest mistake that your team are making, without a doubt, when it comes to selling sunglasses, is they're not talking about sunglasses. I can guarantee this is happening in your practice because it happens in mine unless we're on the lookout for it and we have to keep working at keeping good habits and keeping best practice in, in how we do these things and how we do everything. That's really our job is, is, is doing everything the best way. You might have seen we had a video made, short little video from Magic Johnson, another basketball player, um, and he talked about his coach, Pat Riley, when uh, he was at the Lakers. And, and Magic Johnson said, Pat Riley made sure I did everything the right way. So, and that's what made him the player that he was. So the coach is there, the leaders on the team are there to make sure we do everything the right way. Because there's always a hundred ways to, to, to screw something up. So we need somebody there that's helping us, reminding us, training us to do things the right way. So in relation to sunglasses, the biggest problem is they're not asking at all unless the client brings it up, which often they won't. And then the, the second biggest problem is they're asking way too late, way, 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 way too late in the, in the conversation or in the interaction. So it's kind of like this. Imagine you check into a hotel. Um, what, what, what happens in a good hotel normally when you're checking in is they'll welcome you, say hello, and literally, within the first few minutes of you arriving, they're telling you what you have available to you and what you can, what services are available, and you know what you can spend more money on. Here's the spa. The spa hours are open between this time and this time. If you'd like to book a massage or whatever, here's the information, and here's a little voucher. Uh, oh, and by the way, the bar's over there. We've got some great cocktails, and there's a, a happy hour happening between five and seven every evening, whatever. Uh, and here's a little voucher for you to get a, a free drink. And, you know, it goes like that and they give you some stuff. And then a, a lot of people will say, oh, well, let's go get a quick drink at the bar. Um, so the alternative would be, this is, this is like the, the way a lot of practices talk about sunglasses. They do it in this way. So you check in to the hotel. They don't tell you anything. You go up to your room, you stay for a few days, do whatever you're going to do. And then when you go to check out, when you last morning, you're checking out and then they tell you, oh, by the way, uh, we've got a bar and there's a happy hour at five o'clock to seven o'clock. And here's a little voucher you can have if you want to uh, get a drink. And we have a spa as well if you'd like to book a massage. And what would you say in that point? You'd be like, oh, well, uh, I'm leaving. So, uh, you know, I won't be here. I'm going maybe next time. And, and that's it's just completely a timing issue. It doesn't make any sense to be talking about it as the person's leaving. So yeah, in sunglasses, when we're talking about sunglasses, we don't do it early enough. We don't do a discovery conversation with a client and find out whether they need sunglasses, whether they wear sunglasses, what their current situation is. We don't do a discovery conversation. We don't even get them thinking about sunglasses until maybe the very end. 
or maybe when they're leaving, which has caused us a whole host of problems and will really uh, negatively impact our ability to help that person and whether they're going to be in the mindset to actually think about it and, and do something about it. So that's the big tip is start asking people right at the beginning. Oh, let's talk about sunglasses. Do you wear sunglasses? Tell me more. Why not? What do you wear? Where are they? What's the plan? What do you like? What do you not like? Do that early on to explore are there any needs that the client has around sunglasses. So if you just focus on that as a team, your sunglass sales will go up, your clients will be happier. So my wife, Catherine, is she needs glasses for the first time. She uh, had my exam a week or two ago, Jones & Co. Um, and she's going back next week to have a styling consultation to choose some glasses, mainly for reading. So, and she's going by herself, I won't be there. Um, so here's the thing. I know that Catherine needs sunglasses, new sunglasses. She doesn't know she needs new sunglasses. She's not really thinking about it. She has a couple of pairs. She has a, and she's married to an optician. Her sunglasses are gonna be free. Um, but she's not even thinking that she could do with another pair of sunglasses. She has a nice pair that she keeps for best. Um, worried about breaking them. Uh, my wife is Scottish. She has a, a, a kind of everyday pair. And then, you know, she's in her car. She's got, she doesn't even have a pair. She's got like an old pair of mine sitting in the car that don't fit her, don't look great. And, but she's not even aware. We, we were out with friends last weekend and she was wearing these sunglasses from the car. And they were joking about, what the hell are you wearing, Catherine? Does you, do you not know your husband's an optician? They don't even fit you. So we, you know, we were laughing about that. But even that hasn't clicked in her head that, oh, maybe I should get another pair of sunglasses. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, because here's what typically could happen. Catherine goes in and says, yeah, I'm here because I need reading glasses. Okay, great. Let's talk about reading glasses and let's get you some reading glasses. Perfect. Okay, they look great. Bye-bye. See you again. Off you go. And no one's even addressed the fact that she needs a pair of sunglasses. So what happened, what needs to happen, and what will be interesting to see, is the team need to say, great, okay, so we're here for reading glasses. Let's talk about that. Perfect. And tell me about sunglasses. Do you wear sunglasses? Oh, and what's your routine? And how's that working? And where do you keep them? So do you have a pair in the car? You know, do you have them with you? Do you often forget them? And if they ask a few questions, Catherine will say, oh, actually, yeah, my friends were laughing at me last week because I was wearing some old pair. Why are you wearing an old pair? Doesn't your husband own an optician? Uh, and would it not be handier if maybe you put a pair in the car and you had a pair here and a pair? Of, some kind of conversation to at least help her think about it. If she decides she doesn't want any, that's fine. But our job is to help her think about it. So uh, again, don't do the the version of we didn't even tell the the person as they're checking in at the hotel that we've got a spa and we've got a restaurant and we've got a bar and we've got this and we've got that we didn't even let them know. So this is what having sunglass conversations about. You just need to talk about it and get in there and do it early and help the person think about it. So if you focus on that, I have no doubt that your sunglass sales will go up, your clients will be happier and all will be good. So, so that's my message for today. As I said at the start, we've got the staff training workshop coming up in just about a month. So get your places booked. We've got a we've got room for a hundred, and we're down to I think the last ten or fifteen uh, tickets. And I want a full room because we we put a lot of energy and time into organizing this event, and I want it to have as much impact 
on as many practices and on as many teams as possible. So please get involved. Just email info at opticalsuccessacademy.com to request a place and to get booked. And uh, we're looking forward to it and it's coming up soon. So that's it for today. Thank you for being here. Thanks for listening. I'm really excited that the podcast is growing in our listenership. So if you know a friend or a colleague or a peer or someone that you think would benefit from this, then please share it with them. Uh, please subscribe to the show so you'll get the updates every time there's a, a new episode. And yeah, I'm enjoying it. I hope you're enjoying it too. And I will look forward to talking again with you soon. Thank you for listening to the Optical Entrepreneur Podcast. If you're brand new to our world, head over to opticalsuccessacademy.com where you can get started with my special report, The Nine Keys That Unlock the Hidden Profits in Your Practice. Or if you've been listening to the show for a while, you like what you hear and you think you could benefit from this type of help to accelerate the growth and profitability of your practice, reach out to my team at info@opticalsuccessacademy.com and tell us exactly what you're looking for. You'll find all this information in the show notes. And if you know someone who would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. Until next time, make it a great month.